can't even function right now. I can't even think. The fog? I'm thrown off by that, yeah. <laughs> the fog of my flatulence. Mm-hmm. It's a soundproof room. It wasn't proof of that sound. <laughs> We're oh, inside together. Cow. You can't. I thought that was the pleat. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been the leather of the leather of the chair. It's my secretary. Yeah. We're 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 officially in the doldrums of summer, as you can tell that we're we're talking about Clay's uh toots bodily <laughs> functions thirteen uh version out there. Well I would be doing it in a trailer out hunting. I know. So I'm trying to well, Can you imagine that when it's hundred and five and that gets let loose and you got nowhere to go? You're and either that, in the hot trailer, you're out in the sun getting baked. After a week in, in that, Ooh. your whole no showers. Oh my God! You're, you're wouldn't wouldn't trade it for the world though. Yeah. I'm I'm already uh starting to see some some animals hitting the dirt on the. Uh, are you a little jealous? Media. Are you jealous that they're hunting, or are you not jealous because it's still 105 outside? <laughs> it's hard to be jealous when you're kicked back in a room full of air conditioned conditioned air. Uh, but man, I it's funny somebody was talking to me about you know archery hunting there. Uh leaving on Thursday and you know, then people talking about the tags they got coming up. It does. It, it's hard not to be jealous. I feel like if people, I know if people are good at saying they're not jealous. I get a little jealous about that. I, I yeah. I was just thinking the same thing. I think you sit get, here and, you know, make excuses, but there's no way if we were out there right now, we'd be sitting there going, Oh man, I'd rather not be doing this. I, I, I literally thought about, and while it was maybe one of our worst days ever was, um, was, scouting for or hunting for your antelope that day that we got uh we had to come down that weird route and we oh, rolled a four-wheeler and don't got a remind flat. me of that but Ugh. i mean so hot and so nasty but dusty getting getting back to camp and having three or four ice cold beers and some would we have deer steaks that night or something i mean it's just everything's better out there oh yeah it's people, funny. people are getting to experience it, it, it while we're not camp coffee. As far as coffee drinking, oh, that's yeah. the one thing, right? It's some camp <laughs> coffee. Just that makes the whole day start off totally different than your average working day, right? Like, like you know, you're getting up. Well, you you don't get great sleep out there. Not, you know, you're excited, to, especially like opening morning. You're so pumped up to like get up and go out and and then times ten if you have something picked out that you're hoping to go find you know, at first light opening morning or first light when you get there. But yeah, so you get up at 3.30 and it's like, you fire up the coffee, man. That's the... Ooh, don't know what you're talking about. Clay, of course, has no joy in his life. Can't have an ice, <laughs> can't have an ice cold beer when it's 300 degrees, which I guess no, the margarita is pretty satisfying. He could well. have a beer. He just doesn't like beer. He well, doesn't drink coffee. He doesn't drink beer. And he's allergic to Jack Daniels. Um, what a life. Wow. That's why I garden. You've fallen, you've fallen so far from grace as I take a sip of this beer. Yeah. No, no beer by choice. No Jack Daniels by health. Uh, I drank nope. Jack Daniels for 40 years. I know. What, well, and what, what's wrong years, with coffee? I, when I was a kid, I remember going to 7-Eleven in Lemon Valley and getting coffee taffy. And I ate it, and it absolutely was the worst thing. It was like Cecil. That's enough. That's the hard. That's the hardest line Mentally, I've ever yeah, seen. That's driven. A mental block. You tried it hot, like with cream and sugar. Never tried. Nothing? It, tried oh. it never. That was you half the story. <laughs> that was half the story. What's then? The he half? got picked up in a brown van. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> and that's why. Shut up and chew on that taffy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never 
going to drink coffee again. I don't really like social media, but as we're talking about, I just I wanted to see if there was well, anything. Well, real quick on that, today's oh. we're we're broadcasting August 2nd, Tuesday, August 2nd. so opening day was yesterday. Yeah, so our if there's animals hitting the ground, these were awesome opening, opening day success. Congratulations, which, boys. Yeah, which I don't girls. know. That's why I was just saying I put in Nevada antelope hunting and as much as I really don't like social media, first thing is up is Christie's in 2015. It popped up. Um, mine in 2012 with all of us there oh, with your nice. brother. Oh, these are like Frankie, memories. But, yeah, Frankie, oh, you did like oh, okay. hashtags or something. No, I just put in antelope hunting Nevada. And, and yeah, I, yeah. And then put Frankie Piconi in 13 when we did that. Yeah. When you was with Robert in, uh, you know, Bertha. Oh, somebody in, posted, or he in, posted in, that, yeah, huh? 17. Uh, yeah, Frankie's so. hunt was 10 years ago next year. Piconi? Yeah. That was, yeah. uh, what, yeah. Alex, you and your brother? Yep. Right? Had tags and Frankie. They yep. had three tags that year, right? Yep. That was a heck of, that was a fun year. That was a great year. Remember, we, we went up super early and did all the scouting, and then they met us up there, and, oh, man, it was awesome. Up at the ranch. It was actually, you know, and it was kind of new country. We had gone up into some high country that we really, you know, we'd all around that area, but that those specific draws and that those high flats that we got into that one day were were different. Yep, I, I really enjoyed that year. I can't believe that's been 10 years ago. 10 years. 10 years ago. I haven't seen anything huge. I haven't seen anything posted, but Uncle Mel said he saw something, but I haven't. I can't imagine we're going to get huge trophy antelope. You know, we're going to definitely get some nice one. There's always, but just, just with the water situation, the the feed and the, the growth, I would I would think it's going to be an average year as far as, I, you know. I ran into overall. my buddy Brian the other day. His, his, his uh, girlfriend's got... Uh, a northern Washoe antelope tag, and he said he's seen some decent, you know, low 80s. Good, good. That's not yeah. decent. That's good, but I mean. Which low 80s or high 70s, you know. Yeah, he's looking Probably. for something real, you know, real special, but Kent's been out looking. He hasn't come across anything great. I talked to him yesterday. He's about to turn his tag in. Yeah, because he's got a moose tag up in so. uh, British Columbia or somewhere up there, so can't well. blame him for that. Uh, I briefly touched on this with Clint yesterday or the day before, but uh, I threw down a little uh, elk, ground elk, butt burger, as you guys like to call it, uh, stir fry the other day, and it was delicious. You? Yeah. Wow. I'm a heck a... of a chef right now. <laughs> right now. But what's the, uh, what's the, uh, what's the time frame on uh, meat in a freezer that's ziplocked and all that? Do you, do you know? Like in the pack? Or yeah, like how how long how because it's you know we're getting to be almost a year that stuff's a year old so when we're air sealing it yeah I I mean I've eaten I'm still eating off my elk and that was three years what three years ago I think that's the big key right I mean back in the day when you just put it in a ziploc bag and ziploc bag and get press all. the air out of it yeah I would think if you're eating it a year later you get into it the next that's year lucky. it's is you know it's freezer burnt for sure yeah, sure but, but no way with vacuum sealing at least a couple of years where it's easy as if it was never frozen. Yeah. I mean, it was delicious. I'm, I'm telling you, I just didn't know if I needed to hurry up and you know, there, I got one or two packs left. I just never cooked breakfast. So I got a little breakfast sausage. That, well, yeah. As, as much as you cook, you'll probably be in that last pack by, you know, yeah, 20, next, 27 or something. Yeah. It's been eight months since <laughs> I, I know. So a couple of years vacuum sealed. Yeah. Cause I remember, you know, it used to be like a year you'd figure you get out there and you'd, Come out and there's four pounds of ice in the bag. Right. <laughs> yeah. You all, get, what is it? All, like all pink crystal and crystallized. Black. <laughs> that stuff was good though. I'll tell you what, man. 
if you guys want the recipe, let me know. <laughs> Pretty simple with the equipment we have. Mm-hmm. And that, that formula is, you know, for, you know, the mix, which you can, you can adjust it 5%, 10% either direction. But, um, our, our good friend Dave Stanley really was the one that kind of suggested that, that, uh, that mix. And it originally was just use pork and beef fat, you know, just the cuttings off the end. But I, I would say I'd credit Clay and myself with, why would you just do that? Why not just get a big pork shoulder and grind the whole thing up? And hence the start of a butt burger. Mm-hmm. So good. Man, what, uh, did Dave get any tags? I don't think so. He might have got a cow elk, maybe. But we didn't. Yeah, I don't know if he did or not. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. Great friend you are. I haven't talked to him for well, a while. I know, your, your brother and Christy are the only really people, I, I guess, in Kent. I would think if Dave did, we would know. We would know, right? We all would have talked about it. I think that, yeah, Dave didn't draw anything. Yeah, I would think so. He usually, he usually, he's had some pretty good luck in the past. I do have to say here real quick, I am, I mean, we're what, less than 10 minutes in and I'm probably having my best favorite podcast so far. Because of the chair you're sitting in? Yeah. yeah. Sitting in a new chair that's in here. It happens to be a recliner. It's got a drink holder in it. Leather? Brown? I might fall He's asleep by the end of the podcast. Shirt. Yeah, if you hear some snoring or hard his breathing. Prote- his, his pronouns are him, he, him. He's in a brown chair. This in a, feet in a black knot shirt. In a black, black shirt. Not black, a black, black Jack Daniel shirt. So, you know, kind of thinking on the same lines, what's your go-to antelope uh, recipe? Clint, you killed one a couple years ago. You ground most of it, or did you do some steaks? What'd you do? So it was uh, Chance's antelope would be the last one, and I actually have a grind. Um, no added fats or anything like that. It's pure antelope, and it's a, but it's a chorizo blend. Ooh, um, that's cool. that that some friends did, and I'm telling you, the best I've had that antelope. Antelope is no matter the best antelope. I, 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 the qualifier would be the area of the country, what their feed is, because I've had an antelope from the Midwest that are eaten in cornfields and stuff. That they're probably really I mean, good. They're it's a completely different meat, but as far as Western antelope and the sagebrush. Um, it's, it, it's a different taste. I don't, it could be, you could be prepared, field dressed the best way. It's still different than any other meat. You can tell it's antelope, probably just the same with sheep, but put, putting that aside, um, uh, it's a chili recipe. That chorizo? chorizo antelope is unreal in chili. What do you that's, mean? That's uh, been my favorite so far. What'd you mean by uh field dressing? Well, Field, field dressing dress. changed the taste of your And that animal. really, in, in our state, when the, when the hunt is, especially the archery antelope hunt, it's right now, it's in August. 105 it's, degrees. Uh, it, we had a cooler day yesterday, opening day, and it was, I think it was 95. It was, it was just a little overcast, and that was, that was one of the cooler days we've had. So it's, you know, extremely hot outside. And I would, we've always talked, I, we would argue, you know, most people, oh, I can't stand antelope. It probably has to do with the very upfront things, the fact that you're, when you're hunting them, you know, what time of day that you actually harvest the animal and how quickly you can cool that meat off. That goes across the board for any animal. So as far as, as far as when we're talking about the actual meat, field dressing as far as, as far as the cape and all that kind of stuff, 
part B to this conversation, but A is getting that meat cooled off as quickly as possible. There's because of the time of the year and the type of animal that we're hunting, it's antelope is by far the most important. If you mess that part up, you probably should grind it up and, and make only chili and whatever. You're going to have to mix it with other stuff because yep. it's just, it's not going to be that good because. It also goes down to making a good shot, right? Well, it's not really running true. off, getting lactic acid, all true. that stuff. But On top a, of everything else, right? You have a running animal. Because yeah. they live, there's no shade. They're out, they're just getting cooked. I mean, they're they're they already be, they're already internal temp oh one twenty five. Oh, way more than What do you imagine the resting heart rate of a of an antelope, a pronghorn antelope, is like when they're completely at rest? Like you know, yeah. So they just they run hot. They're just they're just a hot animal. We're killing them in a, the hottest time of the year. Um, well, and their their hair is that. Well, their natural defense is to to drop their hair. You know, that's why if you notice when you cape them, they they drop their hair the worst of any animal. So getting that hair away from the meat you know which it is it's it's hair it's not really a hide right, right. It's, not, it's totally different yeah. it's a hollow yeah. right it's a hollow like yeah they're they're cool i mean they're one i mean they're all in their own right my favorite animal depending on how you're talking about them but i always think about antelope are so unique they're just they're such a cool animal and that's one of their many features that hair the yeah you know the the, the way that they live neck, yeah they're just everything about them is really cool sure their yeah. horns are actually really cool very hard to to uh field score you know, I mean, not very hard, but hard to get a good look at them. Part in the heat waves that are typically out there oh, yeah. when you're looking, but easily the hardest one to. They're just yeah, they're hard because the difference between a set. You know, we always say you know, seventy eight, seventy eight. It's like every <laughs> every Nevada antelope's a seventy eight. It's like to find one that breaks that number, and we've talked about it on the show a few times because Clint's got a really good one and Clay's got a really good one. It's just you know it when you see them, right? They're just they they just have it. All the other ones are cool. And they look good, and they're, but they're all just, they're 78s, you know, they're just, and then you find the really cool ones that are big and it's like, oh yeah, you know, no, and, just, and it's funny because even the difference between a 78 and 81 I just is, say, right, it's such a small margin, yeah. In your inches. mind, it's a small margin, but when you see an 81 yeah. sitting next to it, you're like, yeah, it's, it's a big noticeable. Yellow, dude. Yeah. yeah, no, it's, that's very true. What about you, Clay? What's your favorite antelope recipe? You like antelope, right? I love antelope. Do you? Because I'm on Clint's team, like, it's it's okay if you said you got your choice of a, a deer steak or a antelope steak. I'm picking a deer steak every 100%, single time. Hundred percent. But here's the thing with antelope: you really have the back straps and the tenderloins as far as like good pieces of meat. As sure. far they're so they all they do is run. I right. mean, that's their no fat flight, right? There's no fat. They're they're and they're small. You don't get a lot of meat off an antelope. Oh, yeah. Right. So if you try myself. to go, if you go try to take a, you know, top round steak out of their back haunches, it's going to be like a four ounce steak. It's, it's really not worth that. And if you got to cut it thick enough to be, you know, somewhat good, it's to me, it's kind of not worth that effort to get all that steak sure. where the back straps, the tenderloins, obviously good, grill them up, uh, put them on the Traeger, but all the other stuff like Clint go, you can make so many more meals that more people are going to enjoy ground. Cause I, I could eat a steak off an antelope top round, whatever. But a lot of people are like, eh, cause they got that notion of they've gotten antelope from a buddy or they did, you know, kill one themselves, but they didn't take care of it. They're not good cooks or it was hot, whatever the case may be. And a lot of people have that notion of antelope aren't good, but again, good shot. Get it as soon as you kill it take your pictures and get it caped out and on ice as soon as you can. 
Um, and that leads to better meat on the table. But at the same time, I like people to eat it with me. So I would rather, you know, save those good cuts, backstraps, tenderloins kind of deal where most people are going to enjoy them. And then the other stuff where people would be like, eh, not my favorite. They're most likely going to eat it ground, burger, chili, whatever. Well, spaghetti sauce. Just, spaghetti sauce. Just to add to that, that's so that chances antelope from 2020. Um, ground everything up didn't keep any steak so backstraps tenderloins every piece of meat that you could get off the bone we put into that and added no other fats or anything got 31 pound packages yeah, i think go. actually technically 28 <laughs> yeah, 28 so, so you're getting you're getting 30 pounds and that was that thing was butchered that wasn't like there was a lot of waste on that oh animal. yeah um yeah. that's that just to put it in perspective of, of you don't get a whole lot of meat yeah so you take the backstraps of the tenderloins out of that. You're gonna, I mean, it's a waste of time to grind. Really, you're hardly getting anything. Yeah. So, um, that ends up that ends up being. I think that I I personally think that's why that grinds a little better too. You know, yeah. I remember when I very first did that. Alex was like, "You ground up the the backstrap? <laughs> yeah, ground up the I whole just, thing." In my mind, when you said that, I was like, yeah. "That's sacrilegious! You ground up the yeah. backstrap." <laughs> I, I said the same no, thing. Remember talked... that kill? That was oh yeah. One uh, other thing to say to add on to what Clay was saying. Because of the way antelope live, the fact that they don't really, you know, it's not like they're out of the trees like elk and then they're mm-hmm. back in the trees. You can hunt them all day long. That's oh, yeah. why they're so fun in a lot of ways. But for the same reason, a lot of a lot of antelope kills are, are in the daytime. You know, they're not really necessarily first thing in the morning and in mm-hmm. the evening like a lot of the other game animals. So you're killing them right in the heat of the day. And you've got to, you most likely hiked way back in there. You got to pack them out. You got to get them back to the truck and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, like every second counts as far as when you can cool that meat off type of thing. Right. So that's the other unique thing about an antelope is I guarantee you there's way more antelope killed. I mean, how many deer, how many mule deer are killed at noon? Yeah. I mean, they're very to be down yeah. in the one percentile, right? You're killing quite a few antelope right in the middle of the day. And another so. thing with, with antelope is knowing that they, where they live and you know, the yours and chance we've actually killed them, you know, pretty hilly country up in the mountains. But a lot of times, even if they're up there, they're out in wide open flats oh, yeah, or white, no there. trees, no left. So even if you are hunting them and killing them at noon, they, they see you coming from a long ways and they might run off a mile and go over a little bit of a ridge and you try to get on them again and you might spook them again. They run off another mile and they're, you know, they know they can get away from most predators like that by just their speed. So they'll run a half a mile, a mile and stop and go back to chilling. And it's just a matter of you trying to get on them without them running. And so that constant run, I mean, they run and get hot and then chill for five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever it is. Another gives you strength. Go run another mile. Go run another mile. Yeah. So everything about antelope is, against you as far as getting you know back to good meat but obviously it can be done but they make a unbelievable trophy yep because they're high their their colors and stuff i mean they're really cool which that's that's the the other part of this conversation with antelope is you know field dressing an antelope um you know you you have to know what you're doing because if you don't know what you're doing, you're gonna butcher that thing. That that hair is already oh, falling out God. every time you touch it. You can ruin an antelope hide, you know, for a mount real quick. Oh yeah. So you got to know what you're doing. You know, th- 
one part of that is they're, they're small enough animals. You're be- way better off carrying the damn animal out of the country. You're not dragging it out of there. Yep. Yeah, you, you don't drag, drag that out of there. One day, completely gone. That hair's yep. gone within 50 yards of dragging. Right. So you know you have to you have to pay extra attention to the hide if you plan on you know doing a mount. And their hides very thin too, so the knife oh, yeah, work's go... very important. You know, yeah. Yeah. when you get to caping around the places, you can see on a on a mount. Yeah, you can't be can't be going all crazy because they have a hard time stitching it back up if you make a mistake where, you know, in elk, they got so much hair on them. If you make a mistake, they can sew it back up. Yeah. But with, with antelope, I love, uh, you know, carrying that when you cape them out, carrying that cape down well below the back of the rib cage, uh, way down low. just cause it's such, it's so beautiful. You know, do you tan that back yeah, we've, and all that kind we've of stuff? Used them for arrowhead tables. Yeah, just, just, you know. You're not allowed to keep arrowheads. I didn't say there was arrowheads in it. Oh, just in case you ever were to get some. Yeah. Make your own. That phallic pestle. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll have to show the picture of that one, huh? Man. Uh, if Clay will release it. Yeah, I don't know about that. What, uh... So, so ground... What about elk jerky? You, you guys ever play around with, uh... Dehydrating and making elk jerky or not elk antelope jerky i leave that to your dad i know and it's good <laughs> your dad Ante- does it antelope so jerky's good your yeah, dad does another... jerky so good on the traeger that it it's hard to hard i mean to pass yeah. to, well hey it's great on. you brought it up yeah if you if you do want to keep the back straps i mean i don't know i was kind of i'm along with clay there you know cutting up having a dinner with some friends with some antelope back straps i mean you're gonna do that exactly once and you're done and it's yeah. not even gonna be a full meal so right that's an appetizer why yeah. not uh why not put if a you pound of jerky? Those, yeah, keep those steaks, cut them up, and do some jerky. You absolutely. really do have your shoes off. Oh yeah, <laughs> you just you thought I was messing with You're you? Working here, dude. <laughs> no socks. You go drink work all day with no socks on. Drinking a beer. Got kick a Pacific back. Go. Got his feet up with his socks <laughs> off. Another beer. Right. Yeah, we need a beer winch. Um, oh, we're not supposed to say that. Beer person. Oh yeah. I in, guess in uh, a blue shirt. I guess organically. We uh, we talked a lot about processing meat and stuff, and we never really mentioned that we have a great partner that's meat. Meet your maker, and they have they got all the tools to make all this stuff we're talking about happen: grinders, slicers, dehydrators, vacuum saws, sealers, saws, sous vide, sous vide. Uh, <laughs> you could make yourself a sausage stuffer, sausage makers. Um, when are we gonna get into that? Because I really want to make salami. So they, I can't remember what month it is, but not you know up here in a couple months. Once people get, they actually have like a sausage month, or there there might even be a, I don't know. Don't worry about. Don't worry about that. That's just the door. Clint had to get up from his chair. Um, Fell asleep. I don't know if it's a you know like whatever month or you know a national national yeah. Or if it's just from them, but they have like sausage making month and where they do clinics, they got videos. So we'll get some content coming up. I want to make salami. You're Italian. Yes. You should know how to do it. You probably do know how to do it. Get the old family recipe out. Okay. I don't know where we'll hang it for the right temperature. We'll figure something out. Somebody's got an old refrigerator or something, but don't you think that'd be cool? I would love to. Hard salami. I, I like doing all that because it's so easy to send it off and get somebody else to do it and or buy it yeah, or, whatever, or buy yeah. it and it's just you know it's a lost art you know and there's not 
everybody's trying to get back to nature and be, you know, living off the land. Well, look at but we've look, been look doing at it. Skittles. They're oh. they're going to come out now that Skittles are poisoning people. Yeah. I was just at a I was at a store the other day that said uh, you know, had a piece of paper on the thing that said due to the national Skittles recall, you know, we we causes cancer. We didn't we didn't sell Skittles, but we sold this other, you know, thing that was associated with Skittles and we've removed them from the shelf. Skittles. Yeah. I've eaten a lot of Skittles I, in my life. I got but... cancer, I think. Huh? I said, I think I got cancer. Right. I've eaten so many of them. Dude, that's what I'm saying is it's like you, when you, when you start to again. think Hold about on. things like that, and I'm not saying that has anything to do with meat and stuff, but getting no, back, to nature, getting back not, to nature and no, not buying all your food from uh that's Clint. He did return with a fresh beer for me, so I'm not going to be too mad at him. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, and just knowing where your your stuff's coming from is what we're talking about. Yeah, and even you know just knowing that you're not putting those those kinds of chemicals into your yep. body all the time. I mean, it's hard to get completely away from it. So we had a call with um, Tyler at meet Gittles? the <laughs> oh at meet the other day, and um, I'm not can't say anything yet but there's some new stuff coming out here in the next couple months that we're gonna be excited for gonna be excited for it uh eases eases a lot of or t- timing uh the length of time that things have to be done oh it's gonna be awesome kind of hard to talk about it without really giving it yeah, away it so I very vague and confusing <laughs> uh but yeah just know that they got some new stuff coming out and um it's gonna be Really cool stuff. Do they have we, like a helicopter service where they can fly in, grind right up pick there you, on the Pick mountain? up you and your animal and drop it <laughs> right, right in there. a big grinder? Right yeah, yeah. Bones so, and all? They're going to come out hunt with us this year, so. We'll How did we go from uh, plugging meat to Skittles recall because they're killing everyone? That's how fast those things can happen. I didn't because, hear about the Skittles oh yeah, thing. Skittles, got chemicals in them on the coating or something that causing cancer there. They're in a huge lawsuit. Uh, I was at a store the other day where they're having like a national recall of their products and <laughs> some some sodium dioxide or something that's like terrible for Makes you. Makes me think way back to, uh, remember George Zimmerman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Trayvon Martin? Yeah. He was, that's he what had he had the, just went yeah, and bought. He went Skittles. and bought Skittles. <laughs> what, what was it? Skittles uh, Mountain Dew or something? Yeah. Like It's some kind of cheap way to get like a quick, Caffeine high or whatever, little drug high, right? That was the. I that was oh yeah, that was what he was coming back from. He had some stuff in his. So he was, I you know, you heard that he was he was amped up. He he was maybe not in his right frame of mind, kind of stuff. Trayvon Martin was was the one doing that. So maybe that shit that's on the outside of the Skittles is titanium dioxide. That. That's titanium. What's maybe that's what titanium made him act dioxide, the way he a known toxin, unfit for human construction, construction consumption. consumption. And it's what gives its candy the brilliant yellow, red, orange, and green coloring. How long have Skittles been out? Since I was just now testing it. Wait, since we were. Or it's only happened in the next little bit because they either ran out of some other chemical or a new process take place or making them a different little little way to last longer or whatever. But yeah, you would think that they've been around for 80 years that they would have tested that, especially California, would have tested that. 30 years ago and found out my mind immediately goes to 
the the owner of Skittles Corporation is a conservative, and this is a way to just <laughs> kill them. You think that's so? how, you know. That's the way I look at the world. You know, it has nothing to do because what's, obviously what's the political angle to yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Why would they be destroy be destroying them now? I wouldn't be surprised if the if the owner is a Trump you know, supporting conservative, right? And just they yeah. found out about it. How do we how can we destroy them? Oh, they got a chemical on the outside of their skittle. You know, it's been there. Apparently, for it's been fifty a, years, sixty. It's been years. illegal in Europe forever, or something, or not not fit for human consumption in Europe forever. I guess there's a whole I, list of foods that are banned in Europe that we eat over here, which is that's why a whole different stop topic. That's why we have a national obesity problem and we're not Joe Rogan. We don't talk <laughs> about that stuff. I wonder generally what our what our uh lifespan is compared to I mean, I know there's certain European countries where it's way better. Those Nordic countries, they live a long time. They're healthy and all that, but generally I don't think Europeans live longer than Americans. We so. got better health care than them though. Don't you? Does it make you kind of think like I always think back to saccharin, uh, sweet and low and stuff? You know, there's a, you eat enough saccharin, you know, it kills rats, yeah, it's yeah. cancer causing. I'm like, if that's what kills me, so it's kind of like something's going to get you. <laughs> I mean, a million soda, times over, then then skills skills are not going to kill you. There's just no way you're going to consume that much versus, you know, a car accident or cancer or a heart attack or. Yeah, that was old age. I remember that saccharin. It was oh yeah, it causes cancer in rats. And they fed him, yeah, eighteen pounds a day, right? And right. He, and eventually, it, eventually, you got it. Yeah. sure makes sense. So, and even if they weren't doing, it, it was like, well, the odds of that that that's what's going to actually get me is yeah. that no, there's no way there's something else. I'm more worried about the cracked out uh, homeless guy on Fourth Street than Skittles. Well, I carry my cig everywhere I go. <laughs> that was quite a quite a off ramp. Yeah, back to. Um, Can you mix Skittles in with your antelope grind? <laughs> yeah. I, they're one of my favorite treats to have out there hunting, you know? Oh, kind of like Anything a, to wet your whistle, huh? Right. That's what, it's like kind of having something to drink and, and something sweet all at the same time. They give you that spit going and yeah. everything. What, uh, they're like that, those in uh, Mountain Later? Or, I like Mountain Later. Anything, uh, anything, any of these. Zomba, uh, Z- Zumbas, Zomb- uh, Zombas? Mambas. 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 I, like those, I love yeah. Mambas on the hill. I hated the packaging on Mambas, though. Like, why do you have to have four individual Packages things? inside of packages yeah, inside, inside of packages. inside of packages. Yeah. Like, give me the candy, dude. Like them German dolls. I actually don't mind just the regular old classic mint, you know, the, what you call it? Circle. Lifesavers? Lifesavers. Oh, I love Lifesaver because it lasts a long time. Yeah. And just keep and your mouth they wet. And... Get y'all spitty. Yeah. Yeah. No. I... Swedish fish are good. They get uh, stuck in your teeth, though. Uh, Ooh, that's Skittles. A, that's a really good maybe podcast. But let's not talk about that too much. You want to talk about our favorite snacks? It's favorite snacks on the Keeping hill. Pack. You know, Ooh. jerky's in there. Everybody's got jerky. Jerky. I got a few go tos. Yeah, I got. Mm-hmm. Involves a little hot sauce. We can talk a about cheese, that. A little. Can, oh my little god! Can, the cracker. only time I ever eat those <laughs> is all hunting season. Yep. Smoked oysters, clams. It hardly Oof. ever eat them at the house. Ever. Never. Right. Every once in a while, I have them. Every now, I was gonna say every now and again, Chase asks for them because he loves them. I'm like, yeah. I got How come they're not like a good appetizer? Like you know, Super Bowl, you think you throw a little platter of smoked clam and oysters out there with a little little it's bottle. Not, of it's something hot you think sauce? about it, right? I mean, it's in your mind as a hunting deal, so you just don't think about it. I don't, you know. Remember, uh, or we don't anyway. We were up on top of. Uh, I guess I won't say, but one of the first times we mixed the cheese with them. Crackers, cheese, and those smoked uh, meats. God, they're good. Yep. Don't always Swiss have to have cheese. cheese. So, yeah, Swiss is one of the best. Yeah. 
So well, what is your, what is your, can you tell the difference when you have different grinds as far as meat, elk grind, deer grind, antelope grind, goose grind? If you had five plates of grind, do you think you could tell me what it is? Well, it depends who cooked it. If your brother Chad cooked it, you can't because he put so much seasoning on everything. Uh, what do you think? No. What do you think if just no no seasoning, maybe just oh, yes. the grind, with, everything was 20% pork cut fat and salt and pepper? Like what a blind say? test? Blind could test? I? No. Don't think so? No. I don't know I, if I could. I, 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 don't think I so. might not be able to identify which one's which, but I think you could tell. I mean, there's no doubt. If you said like pork, if you did like pork, you know, beef, and then you did some, yes, you would. No, I don't know that you could pinpoint exactly what animal it is, but you would know the right, difference. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, you could tell yeah. that this Unless is you've kind been of maybe into a venison. BB. Right. <laughs> or a I mean, feather out of the yeah, snow goose grind. You could tell venison versus snow goose. I mean, you're going to, to me, you would detect that's totally different taste. I don't, those tacos we had the other day, man, you, well, but they Again, were seasoned. Season, yeah. 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 I've had uh, that, I've had that snow goose grind and it's, you can tell that's foul. You can tell that's water foul. That's, I love it. Yeah, I, I'm not it's saying really it's bad. Good. It's no, good. Yeah, it's just good. it's different. It's totally different than venison. Venison's got a completely different flavor it, to it. Do you, what? Same with anything. Backstrap, backstrap off a white tail versus a mule. De- well, maybe not deer, deer, but elk. Obviously, so deer. I could get I could get into <laughs> difference between elk and and deer. You know for sure. Yeah, elk's just so mild and yeah, deer's just a little delicious. It's sage like, brushy. Yeah, depending you, on where you kill them, obviously, but yeah, I. I I could fare better. Better. Oh, it's raining outside pretty good. Right. Oh, nice. We this need is it. our first rain. First rain in August second months. Ten months. But see, I've been kind of like. Of course, it's right at hot August nights with all the hot rods that, that have been washed and waxed for the last two years. <laughs> well, and I was thinking about how rain. dry we have been because just roughly, when's the last time we had a good rain around here? Six. December? Six months. Yeah, at least. They so, we had less than like a. I saw the I saw the figures the other day. It was like May, May something. We got like point oh six inches of rain, like a sixth of an inch of rain in May, and it hadn't rained for seventy some odd days or something like that. So, I just saw it. so it's hot outside. We get moisture. We've been so dry. Flash flood? No, wildfires. Oh Lightning. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightning. Lightning. Yeah. So that's what I've, I've been sitting here going. God, these are the days where I mean, it is just a little bit cooler, but if it's ninety plus, and so we're inevitably going to have some lightning strikes around here and hopefully we don't have a bad outbreak like there was well, we that, get all the you California see that fire up there anyway. what is it mckinney fire or whatever it is up in northern california big. almost northern burning northern. into oregon yep big almost about to it's burn it's the down same the formula Eureka. we're dry i mean we're so dry here we don't need lightning strikes no and it was uh sunday it was thunder and lightning you know late in the afternoon it was, it was you know just like a little freak Summer shower, very, very quick, little bit of rain. Just enough But moisture. then thunder and lightning. That's yeah, always dangerous here. Yeah. But at the same time, going back to hunting, I mean, those guys, I, I wouldn't mind this weather at all. Cool it off a little oh. bit. Remember when Tamp Frankie got his dust. antelope and, oh, my God, it opened up. You and I were walking back to the trucks or four-wheelers or whatever we had, and it poured on us. I remember I had money in my pocket, and it was literally... It was like like I went swimming with it in there. I, I think it's actually one of the I love the it. coolest. Adding in weather and location, I think the high 
northern Nevada desert oh, with awesome. a with a rain with a rainbow, you know, three rainbows out there in a, in a, this type of weather. It's yeah. some of the most beautiful weather you'll ever be in. And it's almost cold, right? Even though you're you're that little chill blazing hot when you get yeah. rained on out there, it's like, oh my god, you're you're chilly. It's the smell though, too. Smell on fresh sagebrush. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> it's funny. I want somebody to make. I'm not a candle maker, so I don't care. But I just want a little ten percent. Someone to make summer. No, no, wet concrete candle. You know Ooh. the smell of wet, like oh, yeah. asphalt or wet concrete. I thought you were gonna go with like summer's eve. That I, smell to me is. I was thinking like so... wet sagebrush and all yeah. this, and he goes with wet concrete. concrete. <laughs> no, because I think sage wet sagebrush has been done. Yeah, I think rainy, whatever you want to call it. But wet concrete. Don't you love the smell of wet concrete? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I I think if you smell that too much, it's going to be like that outside of that Skittle, and you're going to get cancer just from smelling it. (laughs) Yeah, there is some chemicals in that concrete. Oh, yeah, you don't want to be sniffing on that too much. Hi, puppy. So how'd you get that cancer? Uh, I'm a concrete sniffer. (laughs) Sniffing concrete my whole life. Well, old Waylon's starting to throw a tennis ball around the room. That means we're probably done for the day. He's ready to go play. He wants to get out in that rain. I'm going to post a cool picture of this uh, summer rain shower we experienced not too long ago. And if you guys uh, got an antelope down, give us a little, give us a little tag, give us a little post. We want to make see sure him. you get that sucker cooled off as quickly as possible. Don't let that meat get wet. Don't let dirt get on it. Ooh. Clean. I mean, if you have dirt on it, get that dirt off of it. Is you know always good to have a couple of water bottles around and get dirt off of it do not let it get wet a lot of yeah, people that's what they in do cooler they, with ice and then the, yeah. let it melt in there and just sit in water yeah and don't terrible. wrap it in plastic either good, good preparation bring yourself you know frozen ice like if you want to bring like a like a, a a milk jug frozen ice and you want to throw that up inside the cavity or something but do not let that meat get wet don't let it get uh dirty with with uh with dirt get the hide off of it as quickly as possible roll that hide uh inside down right you know so hide on the outside roll it up get that stuff cooled off and that's that's some some people forget about that too get get your uh get your meat cooled off but make sure that a hide gets cooled off yeah if ASAP i mean obviously too. that's if you're getting it taxidermist and that's a a big thing is before you go talk to your taxidermist on if they want it belly cut if they want to cut up the spine how much do they want and salting it a lot of taxidermists say don't do salt, not salt do your, not your do salt not salt your hide and I don't know about the belly cut. You want to cut it at the not, top of the skull all the way back no, on the I back don't mean belly so. I meant around circumference. You know how far back the body do you need? You want to carry it carry it back to those especially on antelope, carry it back to that back of the rib cage. Yep. Give give them an extra I, I like foot to, go to all work the way with. To, like yeah, get as much as you can, Wang, and then, yeah, get yeah. as much as you can. Now, then. if you're out there elk hunting, you don't want to go over the top kind of right. thing. An extra fifty pounds. <laughs> yeah, in you want to lose. But... You want to lose an extra twenty five pounds of cape there. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. Good luck. Uh, see you next week.